The Bad Batch changed Star Wars and brought back some Clone Wars characters, added more depth to the aftermath of Order 66, and now we have more coming than we ever thought possible. And will we see more clones in the future Star Wars content? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. We have Bad Batch Season 3's trailer, and it's actually coming sooner than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. uh, February 21st is when the three-episode premiere will be coming out, Ooh. and uh, it looks pretty intense. We're getting returns of some fan-favorite characters. Cad Bane will be back, as well as Asajj Ventress, which we'll get to in just a bit. We have some theories on how that worked out works out because she's supposed to be dead and we have uh some time passing so mm -hmm. the first two seasons of the bad batch took place in 19 bby and ended around there now it is going to be 18 bby that season three takes place so we're going to get some different changes than we've seen omega and crosshair are uh have have been locked up Mm -hmm. And they are continuing their lives together. They're they're getting into the groove of things while in prison and apparently possibly getting experimented on. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a lot in this trailer. You could say that again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Omega, it <laughs> it's kind of shocking almost when he says, like, she's been waiting for us for a long time. Like, what have you guys been doing? <laughs> Hello? She's your little child. Like, what are you... Uh -huh. Anyway, I have to assume that there's good reason that we've been waiting. More than likely, <laughs> they they lost their chance last time, or mm -hmm. they burned their chance. They tried to save her. They failed, weren't able to, and higher security has been put in place. True. So True. they need to get the band back together, yep. and the band meaning the Bad Batch plus Cad Bane plus... Uh, anyone else anyone else that they can get their hands yeah. on they need a big team of people mm -hmm. firepower skills people mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. um, how you feeling about the trailer so far feeling pretty good it feels a lot more like a climax like a conclusion yeah. than I pictured uh, I think that's just because of the last season. Last season definitely felt like a middle season where it was like, we're going somewhere, but I'm not really quite sure. Yeah. Um, this definitely feels like we have a mission. Crap's going to get real. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh. Things are going to be exploding. And um, yeah. And I mean, the minute you get Palpatine in there, uh -huh. it's, <laughs> you know, now it's real. Yep. Now things are serious. <laughs> Yeah, Palpatine is back. He is setting the foundation for whatever the future of the Empire is. Because, again, this is set 18 years before the Battle of Yavin, before the Death Star explodes. This is like the height of Palpatine and the Empire. Mm -hmm. This is him spreading wide and going and, and, and trying to experiment a lot with the ideas of the Force. He's obviously interested in cloning, but he's not interested in supporting of the clone troopers. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of clone troopers out there. There's a lot of these uh, experiences and, and these characters that we're more than likely going to see. We see a wide variety of, uh, of clones there. Yep. And I, I think what they're going to try to do is pair with Rex and mm -hmm. see what his um, 
legion of ex clone troopers are up to maybe maybe get them to join the cause yeah i'm really curious about um like right off the bat we're seeing them just not necessarily decimate but like a lot of these troopers are falling off this Mm -hmm. cliff and dying and like that's just something that we haven't seen the bad batch do yeah. Um, mostly because they're fighting their own brothers. And it's smaller scale typically, right? Yeah, it's closer quarters and stuff. They're just using stuns on their weapons mm. and stuff like that. Do you think these are still clone troopers or do you think they're actually introducing the stormtroopers at this point? I think the the are well, they're obviously the um con- is it conscripted like when you get drafted Mm, those they they find people across the galaxy you can apply to become a stormtrooper these these are definitely not clones like the ones that whatever they're fighting against whatever the empire has out there they're they're uh what's his face's group right um they are definitely regular people Mm -hmm. uh wanting to join the empire in some way either like in Luke's case, he was going to join the Empire to get off world. Like right. that was his main goal was to go to the Empire's Academy. Right. Um, I, I think this is the foundations of that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It is true. It's like there is still almost a 20 year gap here where it's like mm-hmm. things aren't heated up yet for rebels and things like that. Like that's not really happening yet. Yeah. It's brewing probably but it's not we're not there yet like this is this is height of empireness yeah. this is like nah it's coming in and like just making sure that everybody's mowed down and yeah because <laughs> this is this is after order 66 yeah. we're we're in a similar time frame almost as um the ahsoka show mm. like in terms of the efforts the new republic is trying to regain order mm-hmm. um but unlike in the ahsoka time line with the new republic this is the empire this is palpatine he has worked his way up to this point he has put the people that are needed in control to be in control he has successfully taken away the power of the senate and has successfully dismissed the clone troopers Mm -hmm. disrupting an entire workforce um, that is now trying to find its place in the galaxy and all in the name of a peace Yes, Air quotes. a faux piece. Yeah, yeah. Just something that everyone can feel comfortable about mm-hmm. without actually making them do anything. Yeah, that's that's the that's the place that we're in politically yep. in this time frame in yep. Star Wars, yep. and I think that's what makes this era so fascinating. And not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but that's kind of why I still want something to take the mantle of bad batch mm-hmm. when it this ends yeah because this era is so fascinating and we haven't seen it explore that much on screen yeah it's true because whenever we think of star wars really we think of yes big bad empire but rebels coming in like yeah and the bam mm-hmm. no there was definitely a time where empire was just still growing and still yeah. getting its claws into things and so. rebellion was small uh-huh. it wasn't necessarily attacking like yeah. we've seen in Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order 
you are fighting for your life. Mm-hmm. No matter what position you're in, you are fighting for your life. Yeah. And, and speaking uh, about life and death uh-huh. leads perfectly into Asajj Ventress, yeah. who... And in case you didn't read The Dark Disciple, The Dark Disciple is a book by Christy Golden, who is an incredible author, uh, really enjoy her work. But it takes a scrapped Clone War script and uh, fleshes it out. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea, the whole story is around Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress. Yep. It's like a romance. It is. <laughs> um, at the end of the book, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the end of the book, Asajj Ventress dies by Count Dooku's electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His force lightning kills her. And she is uh, given a Night Sister's burial underneath a lake. Well, this is on I mean, her she home does planet. sacrifice herself too. Yeah, so. She sacrifices Very herself to save Quinlan. Mm-hmm. Uh, is given a sacred burial on her home planet with the Night Sisters in a lake. And this is where the theories come in. So we we definitely know something is happening. We're seeing Asajj Ventress here. We obviously we don't necessarily know if this is a flashback or if this is in the timeline. The thing with the Bad Batch, though, is they don't use the flashbacks all that much. They don't. So that's what makes me think that this is actually in the timeline. Hmm. This is actually happening. And somehow Asajj Ventress returned (laughs) huh okay interesting see i would just assume that they're just doing a little bit of like finagling like maybe it's not like super clear about what her death again we've we've talked about this on the podcast before unless you see someone's decapitated head on screen on screen yeah anything and anyone can live Mm -hmm. um but the reason that we say this, and the reason why it's so interesting is Dark Disciple takes place in BBY 20, so 20 years before the Battle of Yavin. This season of the Bad Batch takes place 18 years before the Battle of Yavin, mm-hmm. so two years after her supposed death. But again, Night Sisters. That's This is the theory that I have, and okay. this is the theory that I've been seeing around as well, is that... Somehow, through the Night Sisters' magic, she was able to be revived in some form or fashion. Maybe it is reincarnation. Maybe it is um, just um, movement, mobility. But mm. some somehow, she is alive here. I'm not buying it. Um, I'll be the opposite end yeah. of that. Yeah, I don't think she's a revived self. What happened? Do you think maybe... Her sacrificial self was not her. I just don't think they're gonna take the book into that much, like consideration. So typically, I would say yes, because when Dave Filoni takes something and it's in fiction, and then he does his thing in animation, it's never taken into account. But Star Wars released an official statement that said it would follow the timelines put in place with. Dark Disciple. I'm just saying. Okay. The only thing that is throwing me off, because I mean, yes, it is possible that Dark, yeah. The sisters do weird things, but <laughs> where are they? It's completely abandoned, that place. Um, and mm-hmm. usually, all that we have seen is rituals that has to be taken, have to be done by the sisters to 
to animate something else. Like yeah. it's usually this big ongoing thing. Charade of like yeah, there's there's steps that they have to do in order to achieve their magic or whatever. Yeah. Um so I would be very surprised if they're like Oh no! A bunch of sisters suddenly came around and and did this cauldron, <laughs> did this cauldron thing, and now she's back. And usually, when they bring, come back to life, uh, there's they're like half themselves mm-hmm. at best. And she seems very much herself in that. Uh, yes, definitely. Thing. So that mm, yeah, that also also she's not wearing night sister clothes. Uh huh. So that also is a red flag to me. Now. Force lightning is something that is very easily overcomable, as we've seen with Palpatine. Maybe it was a faux burial. Maybe it was that she was actually alive before any of that happened. I'm not sure. Hmm. I think it's it's definitely a question mark that we have. And again, this could be a complete red herring. This could be something that they just put in there to... Uh, call back and get people interested in that story maybe it is uh something to do with some of the characters that they want to get back explaining some of their backstory who knows but again from my memory which isn't solid (laughs) i don't remember a whole lot of flashbacks in the bad batch yeah yeah. At least consistently. Unless, it would definitely break some of that. Unless they're going to do something like, this is what happened in the year that you missed sort of thing. Yeah. Of like getting the band back together. To yeah, be, but that was also, the, that still doesn't match know, up timeline wise because okay. that's still a that's year still, after she would have been dead. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know what they're doing with Asajj in this. Or maybe it's the Mount Tantas dude that is playing Ooh, some games. Maybe. Maybe What if knew. she's actually a clone? Mm-hmm. And that was what they were researching, is trying to find ways. Clearly, Asajj Ventress is Force-sensitive. They have a known sighting of her death at that location Mm -hmm. because it came from Count Dooku. Count Dooku killed her. So they have a lot of pieces of people who would know that Asajj Ventress is there. And from what we know of Palpatine, he's constantly trying to clone and retain Force abilities. Yeah, yeah. That could possibly be something there. Then I would question why is she saying that she's really tempted to kill whoever she's talking to. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she'd be talking to her main characters because that's just kind of the way that Bad Batch goes is that yeah. we're always following our main characters. Uh-huh. And then anyway, I'm just I'm very curious. Yeah. I'm just it's a big theory. Yeah, there's, there's a lot too of much options. to theorize here on this. We won't know until it comes out, obviously. Mm-hmm. But but on the topic of clones. Uh, I do want to ask the question, Yeah, are there too many clones? Do Should we see cloning again? Or will we see cloning again? Will we see cloning in mm. the future Star Wars movies? What does that look like? Because it felt almost like they were stepping away from that with, with uh, Mandalorian Season 3. In my opinion, <laughs> as this is all that there is on yeah. this podcast is opinions, um... I would say anything new Star Wars-y mm-hmm. that's not in the Clone Wars era slash a little bit after um, probably should wa- start walking away. Start you think walking so? away. Yeah. I feel like that was Palpatine's thing, mm-hmm. and I think we need a new bad guy. Yeah. So maybe let's. I'm really glad that we're getting to talk about it in Bad Batch and in yeah. these things where it really, really matters and it is mm. very 
applicable and it's like it just makes sense to talk about these things but everything else it's like i don't know but is cloning just strictly star wars like is that just a part of its star wars dna kind of at this point i think so um my take on this is i don't think we're gonna see any clone things in the ray era yeah post rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. yeah but I think we need to see cloning leading up to the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Otherwise, it continues to be out of the blue. Mm-hmm. True, true. Like, we kind of need to see something explained, some extra level of texture, something there that makes sense for Palpatine to, to have been cloned. Be doing this. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I would agree with that. That's my take on it. I, I think there's some good opportunities for different kinds of storytelling with clones, but you need to do it well. You need to do it in a way that's not just like, oh, anyone could be a clone. <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah. I want to see ways that are are uh, trying to, to do like what Mandalorian Season 3 was doing, where they take different parts and they use those different parts to clone someone better. Mm-hmm. How can you take the, the long, longevity of Grogu and pair that with the strength of uh, Wookiee paired with the looks of Pedro Pascal? <laughs> um, how can you do that? How can you take pieces of these different things and then put them together and we get hints and pieces of that in the bad batch and i think the payoff of that will ultimately be later down the line whatever bad batch sets up i i think we'll see something come from that later on but it's going to be quite some time i don't think we're going to see that in the man uh in the bad batch at all star wars does this really interesting thing with technology (laughs) (laughs) um over the course of all of these trilogies and whatnot. Um, I suppose it's only three now, but that's still, that's three trilogies. That's still uh-huh. quite a bit. That's nine movies. Yeah. Um, we do see a progression in in technology, mm-hmm. but I feel like we haven't seen it as much as we have with the cloning. Like, I feel like the cloning is where we've seen the progression, you know, yeah. like where it's like, yeah, at first it's just Camino and we're just making people and that's cool. And then it's just like more and more in depth that we get into it. It's more like they're just really looking for certain things and they're trying to do these little things. I just think it's cool. I think it's a yeah. nice take because um, it's so, it feels quite rare in Star Wars to actually see a prog- a natural progression of yeah. things becoming better or like mm-hmm. them delving into something so niche yeah <laughs> in star wars so it's just i really appreciate it for that in that it's very realistic in that over the course of these trilogies we're seeing this this technology grow and it's just mm-hmm. it's good to see um i'd love to see more of that maybe not necessarily in cloning but like in something else yeah but it's it's a very big topic, so it's kind of a neat thing to keep looking and keep seeing. And Yeah, I think it's a good point because in the original trilogy, we see a universe that has been worn down. We see a lot of that and, and everything's got texture. Everything's got grit. That's the that's the core of the original trilogy. We go back and it's the like foundations of a lot of what is built up that will eventually get worn down. Mm-hmm. And Very we nice see that and in the shiny. prequels. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense. <laughs> shiny, bright, it, it it shows the strength of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. 
And in the sequel trilogy, we get this weird mix of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the one hand, it looks very clean, and on the other hand, it looks very worn. There's this mashup of those two ideas. And in uh, Ahsoka, we see a return to that cleanliness. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. see a whole lot of grit, texture, or anything like that. But in Mandalorian, we see a return of a lot of that texture and grit. So I feel like those two sides of things are very interesting. But I do agree with your point that cloning is this idea around continuing development, something that Palpatine's been playing with forever. He's been putting pieces in it throughout the entire history of Star Wars that we know of. Pre-Clone Wars, pre-prequel trilogy, he was working on it all the way through the original trilogy. He was working through it. And all the way leading up to his death and the rise of Skywalker, he was working on it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's this, it's the most sci-fi that Star Wars ever gets to. Because the (laughs) thing with Star Wars, it's a science fantasy. It's not a Mm sci-fi. It's not science fiction. It's very grounded in fantasy. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not Star Trek. It's more Lord of the Rings than anything. Yeah. 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 We're dealing in this totally other world. Um, and it's just, it's so fascinating that this is the thing that we, that we see throughout these trilogies. Mm -hmm. It's just the through line. Uh huh. It's not the Skywalker saga. It's It's the clone clone saga. saga, Actually. (laughs) So it's fascinating. And I think that that does give more credence to us needing to see more of like, the continuation of it, especially through to the end of um, Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. that trilogy, we need it to make more sense. Yes, they need to touch back on that and be like, no, 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 that like this was actually something that we're we've been toying with for all this time. Yep. You're like, yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. can't just leave us hanging and then suddenly, bam, Palpatine's back because he's a clone. It's like, yeah. what? Oh. wait, wait a second. Oh, no. Let's go back a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, let us know your thoughts, though, on this idea of clones in Star Wars and that whole experience, as well as your hopes and expectations for The Bad Batch Season 3, the final season. Also, here's our reaction to The Bad Batch Season 3 trailer. Enjoy. Hold on! We've got troopers up top. Hey. I thought that the end of the war would mean an end to losing more of our brothers. But I was wrong. You can't just walk away. Not with the Empire imprisoning the kid. Secure her in a cell. Omega's been waiting for us a long time. Our mission. How long? It's not over yet. <laughs> Dude. There is nothing of greater importance to Come secure on. the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. Hey. hey! What? Give us a real challenge! 
Purple Trooper. I wasn't planning on killing you, but you're making it very tempting. Ah! What? Massage. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Right? I didn't know I'd be this excited. I'm so excited. It's so freaking epic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! See, this is this is what's great about a show that like knows its ending. Because mm -hmm. it can do all of the awesomeness. Mm -hmm. Cad Bane mm -hmm. and Asajj. Yeah. Clone Wars, hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Clone Wars vibes. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Ooh, and Palps is in here. We're not just dealing with the doctor guy. Yeah. The full <gasps> kitten caboodle. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Let us know in the comments below or contact uplinkpodcast.com. As always, you can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. May the force be with you.